bite-sized podcast produced by Kama DC. Kama is a volunteer-led nonprofit helping immigrants and refugees in the DMV by giving them a platform to share their stories, skills, and experiences. I'm your host, Hala Flynn, and today's guest is Andres Almosni. Andres, thanks so much for being on our show. Hello, Hala. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm great. Very excited, very happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let me just introduce myself for starters. Uh, my name is Andres Almosni. <laughs> it's going to be hard to say from where I'm from because it's, it's a long journey <laughs> to go in the, on the line of the name of the show. I'm born in Argentina by a Venezuelan diplomat father, raised in Dominican Republic and currently living in D.C. A lot of blended identities there. Yeah, a lot of blended identities. Do you identify with one over the others or, or all of them? Uh, it's, I'd say that I've taken each of them as the part that, that most appeals to me. Like, for example, in terms of, of words, I, an accent, I might have more of a neutral accent, but I use some Argentinian words. I'm a soccer fan, a Boca Juniors fan. So like, that's my passion. And maybe that's the part that I'm most Argentinian. Uh, in terms of food, I love Venezuelan food. Like it's my, for my father's side. So uh, a lot of words, interjections, uh, love for salsa music. Like out of all the, the, the Car- uh, Caribbean rhythms, the, mo- the one I most like is salsa, even though I can't dance. <laughs> I unfortunately didn't, didn't get that part. And out of Dominican Republic, well, I, I have to thank for everything else. Uh, I was raised there from five to 36, over 30 years. Uh, I learned to live, basically. I, most of, many of my ways of thinking are derived from the Dominican Republic, from my family. So it's, it's just a melting pot of different ways, but I have a Dominican, culture in terms of education, uh, in terms of food, in terms of ways to communicate with my friends, uh, uh, being a bit loud sometimes, uh, all of that. But yeah, I I don't want to say that I identify with one, but I identify with all. That makes a lot of sense. And I feel like that definitely um, reflects kind of the melting pot narrative of the United States for what that's worth. <laughs> yeah, it, it would, it's it's like a good culmination to my to my journey of different uh, cultures, different uh, countries, different ideologies. Uh, I also come from a diverse religious background. My father's Jewish, my mom's Catholic, Irish Catholic, and Sephardi Jewish. Very very much different ways, but again, they found a way to to combine there it's it's great and it, having a rich background like that uh, different countries different cultures uh you just get to enjoy and and learn more about yourself and, and feel identified with different cultures and i don't think take it as appropriating but as uh, 
looking at points of your uh, of your heritage that you feel proud of and that you like and enjoy. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. It, it sounds like it's more about appreciating and, and valuing the ways that all those different cultures have shaped your life. Exactly, exactly. Very cool. What brought you to the U.S.? I met my wife uh, eight and a half years ago, give and take. Well, started dating, uh, got married. We got, luckily, we could get married three months before COVID. So, yeah, I spent my first year uh, mar uh, married during COVID. Uh, there, my wife and I did a lot of uh, soul searching, a, a lot of contemplation of life, and we ended up making the choice. She's from Puerto Rico. She's a U.S. citizen. She always wanted to do a, a master's uh, abroad. Honestly, we made a bet that this would be our best choice for starting a new family. So we started the immigration process on June 2020. And May 2022, I received my authorization to come and work here in the, to come and live here to the United States. And I arrived on July the 4th, 4th of July. Really good timing. Yeah, perfect. Like the first thing I did after arriving to the States was going to the 4th of July parade. And watching the Fourth of July fireworks at the, at the in Washington D.C. I love that. What was it like being there? Oh, it, it was it, it was amazing. Like uh, it's a different uh, it, it's different culture. Like the U.S. culture and the Dominican culture is different. So even though we have their carnivals during during our our uh, Independence Month, that's in February. Uh, and we have parade like uh, uh, carnival parades and all. It's different because this one it was like the multicultural parade that that crossed through uh, DC. And seeing all the different cultures that I've never even uh, ha had relations with. Uh, the Sikhs, if I'm not mistaken, were one that I was impressed because I've read about them, but I've never like seen one. And as soon as I uh, that was one of the the final floats, and, and, and it was very interesting. Like I, I got to investigate and read more about them. It's very nice, and I really enjoyed it here. And the fireworks show was all that I've seen in movies and and oh, yeah. TV series. They really put on a show for that for sure. Um, but like you said, you you ended up in one of the most multicultural cities in America. So. Um, I think that is really special. We have a very um, diverse and dynamic immigrant community here, but it's also not your first experience being an immigrant. Like you lived in so many other places throughout your life, yeah? Yes, it's something that uh, once, not not making, talking myself like being a savant or anything, but once I was like thinking that everywhere I traveled, I was a foreigner in Dominican Republic, I was the Argentinian or the Venezuelan. In Venezuela, I was the Argentinian or the Dominican. And in Argentina, I was the Dominican. Right. Like, I was never like local, even though I had the, the citizenship. So at the beginning, I was like, for traveling, it was always a, a hassle. Like I got always questioned, like, why are you going here without a, a return flight? Like, I was like, I'm, I'm a citizen. I can live here. And uh, at a moment I said like, 
but this isn't something bad. This is just me. And I took it as part of my identity. So I've always been a foreigner and it's just part of me. It's part of who I am. Like I speak differently. I look different. I, it's, I'm not going to use it as a crutch. I'm going to use it as a perk. I'll just own it and, and wear it as a badge. I think owning it is really like a very healthy and also positive and embracing way to think about that. Yes, I think you have to own what you are. Like, I know it's hard being an immigrant and being far from family. It's the hardest part of all. Like, I've always been yeah. far from my family. Like, if I were in vacations in Argentina, I was far from my family in Venezuela or the ones that, that stayed back in, in DR. If I was, if I'm in DR, I'm far from my family in Argentina and Venezuela. Like, it's, it's always been hard not having your family around. Right now I'm far from all my family. Just, it's just my wife and I here. But yeah, it's, it's a part that you have to own it to, and make the best of it. Yeah. Um, and, and you're right. Like a lot of immigrant, uh, people in immigrant communities end up making sacrifices, being far from their families, leaving the life that they knew. And um, it sounds like you've had a lot of experience with transitioning from one thing to the next, like being in a state of flux can be really hard, but it sounds like you do it a lot and now you're kind of a pro. Um, so what's your, what's your approach to embracing that transition or that constant movement? I, it's something like, I always joke with my wife, what's our next catalyst? What's the next thing that's going to start our engines and make us move forward? First, it was finding a house for us to live together. Then it was building a wedding, a, a dream wedding that, that we had. Helping my wife when she was uh, like getting all her papers for her master. She even got a, she's a super smart person. Uh, she, she even got a 30% uh, scholarship and everything. She, 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 wow. She's a star. Yeah, I know. She's a star. Shout out to Maria. I love you. <laughs> She'll probably listen to this. After that, all the moving parts that had to get involved about moving to another country, uh, starting looking for, start to look for a job. After that, and starting a new job, finding a new apartment, and right now uh, we're looking for the, our next, our next move. Like it's been always constantly uh, looking for something else to do. So to, like instead of uh, of the troubles that immigration and change brings us. Uh, we see it as a, something that sparks our day, something that uh, our goal to go next, what to do next. Yeah. Where does that approach come from? Or do you feel like you've just always been that way? Uh, I have to say it has to come from sports. I've been a very lucky guy with that also. Uh, I started playing soccer late. I started playing soccer at, at age seven. I wasn't the most dexterous kid playing. I wasn't the most skilled player. But I was dedicated and I had a very good coach. And yeah, I have to say that all this soccer mentality of teamwork, uh, push, working together to a common goal, uh, the responsibility and all that, it came from sports. And I've used sports in every single situation of my life to make a step forward. Like I've got jobs as a, as a soccer coach, as a PE teacher, I got a scholarship at, at my university and back in the Dominican Republic. 
I, I just started using it as a tool for making relations with different people. I was already looking for leagues and how to play before living in DC. Wow. So as soon as I got here, I already had different places to go play. And even though I might speak English, but uh, there are a lot of people that go to leagues and that aren't uh, US citizens or, or don't speak English. We, we all communicate in the same language that is with the ball. Yeah, I love that. Um, such a meaningful way to build community too. Yeah. Um, if you could give advice to anyone else in the immigrant community here about how to um, find that ambition or, or stay motivated or build community, what would it be? Uh, well, the first advice is uh, you're not alone. Yeah. You live in a country built from the ground up from immigrants, from the founding fathers to us, to the people who are living now, they're all immigrants. Uh, so first find something that you love to do and share that with other people. If you love, love to read, go to a book club. If you love soccer, there are a million ways to find pickup soccer games. And believe me, if there's a group of nice people in DC, it's the soccer uh, community. Like I've seen people like sitting around the court that they that weren't uh, in the list to play, and one of the organizers say, "Hey, you know how to play? Yeah, come on, join us." It's it's super nice. Like we're super open, uh, and it comes with the sport. That sports it's it's welcoming for for everyone. So whatever you like to do, there's a million ways. And you, if you're here in DC, you are lucky because you have a city that's open for a million different uh, hobbies. Anything you like, you'll find what to do with it here. Just don't close yourself up. If you like to do something, find a way to share with other people and you'll see, you'll, you'll find your community. I love that. Thank you so much. No, please. It's it's an honor and a privilege to be here. Uh, like I just wanted to to share my story with you, and even if if I wasn't not gonna participate, I, I enjoyed a lot what you guys do. So congratulations, and please keep doing it. Thanks so much to Andres for being on our show. We made it to the end of season two, and we couldn't have done it without the support of our listeners, or without our amazing guests who trust us with their stories. We'll be back next summer with season three, so make sure to subscribe to be the first to know when our next season is out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For upcoming events, visit our website, commadc.org, or subscribe to our newsletter, or follow us on Instagram at comma.dc. Thanks so much for listening.